Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe, welcome back and thank you so much for listening. Today is a really special episode because it is with Samantha and she is returning. This is our second episode together and she is the first ever returning guest on the Living Your True Vibe podcast because... Our first episode together, it was episode number 32, Alchemizing Pain into Purpose, was incredible. If you have not listened to that, I'll make sure it's linked in the show notes. Definitely check that out. And we originally were going to do a part two on Alchemizing Pain into Purpose, but we, (laughs) the conversation It's funny, I'm laughing now because this was our energy during the whole time. Uh, Samantha is a Libra, also like me, so it was just very fun and then deep and silly and then we would dive deep again and we actually dove into boundaries and we dove really, really deep into talking about boundaries, how to set them, what does it look like when you do set them and what it means for your self-worth and how you actually become stronger, more in your power, and even more in your purpose when you learn how to stay confident in your boundaries. So if you struggle to set boundaries, maybe you're starting to learn more about setting boundaries, or you feel like you want to become a stronger person, boundaries is everything. So a little bit about Samantha, she is an intuitive healer, astrologer, and poet who offers Reiki sessions, life path, purpose readings, astrology, and numerology. She loves connecting deeply with clients, working through past trauma, darkness, and really helping people awaken to their true soul purpose, her highest, their highest energy, and to empower them. This conversation was really, really good. And even at the end, I said, oh my gosh, we might need a part three because it started to lead into inner child healing. And that's a whole other topic. So if you really enjoyed this, if you really enjoy Samantha's energy, like I did, uh, let us know if you want a part three. (laughs) But other than that, we are going to jump right in. Hey, True Vibe Tribe, I am here with Samantha. We are in this amazing giggly energy we cannot stop laughing before we hit record (laughs) sam say hello (laughs) hi guys thank you so much for having me back mary and yeah i feel like it's our air sign energy together we're just like popping off with like good silly vibes today (laughs) yeah it is the libra air sign we're just we're just like we're gonna do it but it's so funny because i love that we're like uh in this laughing uh like silly energy, but we're ready to dive deep (laughs) as always. As always. Wait, how Libra is that? We're like silly and laughing. And then the next second we're like, let's go into some deep, dark shit. (laughs) It really is. We're like silly laughing. So what is your life's purpose? (laughs) But that is what we're going to start off and dive into. Um, Sam, I would love to, we were just talking about before we hit record purpose and the energy and Sam, I just really would love for you to share what it feels like to live in your purpose because you live such a purposeful life. And really, I get that feeling, that energy from you of when you're, you can see it like, oh, Samantha's in her purpose. Like what, what is that like? Yeah, it's so funny you're asking this. And we talked about this earlier because just yesterday, my friend, we got matcha and she like looked at me and she was just like, do you feel like you're in your dharma and purpose? And like, how does that feel? (laughs) And I was like, okay, universe alignment. Great. Um, But what I will say is it feels very like flowy and synergetic. So when you're in your purpose, you just feel like things align and things feel like they come out of almost like thin air. And you're like, where did this opportunity come from? 
where did this person come from? Where did this friend come from? And there's all these synchronicities. And I would say it just feels very like flowy and synergetic. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like you don't have to push for things to happen so hard. Like, I feel like when I was like out of my purpose, everything felt very blocked. And there was always like a roadblock. Something was always wrong. Something was always off. Like I never felt like things were just in flow. Mm-hmm. I love that because it it's that flow. And when things are coming to you, it's like the best sign from the universe, from God. And I know that because on our last episode, our our first episode together, we really touched a lot about pain and the trauma and it can really take a long time. It can be either quickly get out of that, or it can take a long time. And I know Uh, I just recently went through one of those periods where I'm like, I'm not in my purpose. I'm not on the right path. I'm like, what? Nothing is working. What do you feel for someone listening? Because I feel like with this episode, it's for people who are like just realizing, okay, I am on the right path, but really how do I stay in this vibration of truly knowing? That's such a good question. Yeah. I feel like honestly, the way I see it, is like every path you take will lead you to where you need to go. Mm. Sometimes you might feel like I'm off the path, I'm so out of alignment, but even those time periods and like that path is also leading you to where you need to be, right? It's almost like a multiverse of like all these paths and options that will still lead you to where you need to be. So like for people feeling that way, like don't feel like, oh my God, I'm like a mess. Cause I've been there too, Mary, where it's like, I'm like, I'm so off my path. And then the next day I'm like, wait, everything's amazing. So it's kind of like staying in that vibration of knowing that like everything that happens is still going to lead you to where you need to go. Mm -hmm. Almost like a forest and there's like all these different pathways, they'll still lead you to like where that tree is or whatever that you need to reach. But it might just be a little bit longer or it might be more stressful. But it's like, I do believe that every path will lead you to the destination that you need to get to. But I'd also say, people feeling that way like just know that like you can always get back in alignment like every day is a new day and a new chapter it's like if you wake up one day and you're like I wasn't in my purpose or in alignment on that day like that's okay you know you can wake up the next day and try over or try something different or you know wake up and do something that's going to get you back into that space of alignment it's like knowing that like you're never truly out of alignment even if you have a day off a week off, a month off, maybe there's some lesson in that time period of like misalignment that's like leading you back into alignment, right? And so it's almost like you're never truly off the path. You can be off the path that's leading you back into the path. Whoa, (laughs) full body, whoa. (laughs) I love that that literally brings so much peace. And I know even hearing you share of even if you have a day off, like that's not pulling you out of your purpose. Like that's part of your purpose. Because I have those days too, where I'm like, all I did today was like shop. (laughs) Like, look, I'm a Libra. I love to shop. Okay. And then I'll wake up the day and I'll be like, okay, now I need to get into deep meditation. I need to connect with my spirit guides. And like both (laughs) of these are totally valid, right? Like I'm not more, this is what I tell people. You're not more valid or more worthwhile just because you're not like a day that you're shopping or hanging out with your friends, drinking matcha lattes is just as valid as a day that you're like in deep meditation, working with people, working with clients, like both days are valid. It's just a different energy. Right. And so I think also our worth gets very tied in with our purpose and how much we're working how much we're helping people for like us, Mary, as healers. I know that a lot of times I feel like if I'm not doing enough service, I can feel very out of alignment and like, you know, is something wrong with me? Why am I not doing more for people? Then I have to remember that it's like, okay, and it's valid to also take time for myself. And so just telling people that like both things are valid when you're in that space of like being of service on your path. And also when you're just like having fun, you know, like both things are okay. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I I completely agree. And I know um, as a healer and as other coaches and entrepreneurs, and if just in your general life, if you're listening to this, where it's like, Yeah. If I feel like, okay, I want to be helping more people, but also I have like some free time as extra free time in this week, or maybe the following week. And it's like, oh, the universe is trying to tell me to, yeah, maybe connect, go have coffee with a friend, go, uh, go shopping, have a day to myself. And I always try to remind myself, and maybe you feel this way too, where 
like, and then that's probably what you're getting at is like, that is part of your purpose. Like her part of your purpose is to make sure that you are living what you want to do in your life and, and not being in service all of the time. Yeah. Cause I feel like what happens too, and I'm not sure if this happened to you. I'm sure people out there, out there will relate where it's like, when you're too of service, you can get resentful. Yeah. Just be like I'm giving so much of myself and I'm not enjoying my own life. And like, you don't want that resentment to ever lie there. Like you want to always give from a place of being like really excited and happy to give and be of service. You never want to be like, I'm of service and I'm drained and my cup is empty because that's not like a good place to like give from, right? Like you never want to give to a relationship or a situation or a client when you're depleted yourself. And so when I'm in a space where I'm like having fun and living my life and also being of service and also giving back to people, like that's when I feel the best. I'm like, yeah, this feels good, right? Like I can walk through the town and get coffee and meet people and talk to people and also be like, it's like this really nice combination of like just that like you can do all things like we're all very multi-dimensional right like I don't have to like just be a monk who is in <laughs> meditation all the time to be like a healer you know I always tell people too like I really think the perception of how a healer needs to be should kind of be rewired where like I don't think it's fair to feel like because someone's a healer they have to constantly be doing this or doing this or doing this or doing this like it's okay for us to also have our own life and have fun and do what we want to do and also be of service too, right? We don't have to be in meditation 24 seven to be like these amazing healers, right? Yeah, I completely agree. And it, it reminds me too, of, of kind of just like what you're, what you're sharing of being out and about. And it's also like, I know when I'm out and I'm working on being more present in my life and even just like smiling at people. And it's like, or having a random conversation. And, and like, that is part of healing and being a healer and being, being a human being, not a human doing a human being. <laughs> and, um, but I'm curious because we're talking about like doing activities and people, how can we relate part of our purpose to the people that come across our path and, and connecting with people? Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah, I'm always like thinking about that. So I'm so happy that you asked that. (laughs) (laughs) How can I be more in my purpose with my connections? Um, I think something that I find really powerful is just like inspiring people to like live their own authentic truth. So like, let's say I'm meeting a new friend, which I've been meeting a lot of new people recently, just kind of like opening myself up. I feel like I can be super in my own world and super just like introverted by nature so like for me to really open up to people is like a big thing on my path right now too I'm like I should make new friends and I should meet new people Um, and when I'm meeting people you know whether it's like doing their birth chart or like you know reading their numerology or like talking to them about what I do and you know just kind of opening that space of like telling them that like this is what I do and I'm living authentically and that allows them to kind of be like huh am I doing that like what's my purpose so much just like being so authentic in who you are and also in your connections, maybe like healing in slight ways, you know, it doesn't mean like give Reiki sessions to all your friends for free all the time. Cause that's going to open a space to feeling like you're take, being taken advantage of. Right. Um, but you know, simple things like maybe what's their astrology of the day or like, just kind of like in your relationships, making sure that there's like that depth and there is like some aspect of like healing. I feel like that's important for me. Like I feel like when I have relationships and there's no like universal connection to that person or like a depth in that relationship, it just feels, I don't wanna say pointless cause that's not, yeah. nothing is pointless but like it just kind of feels like something is missing. And it's so, like in your connections when you're going out and about in the world, you know, smiling. I know for you, Mary, when I watch your videos you're always just like, I feel like spreading good energy. <laughs> yeah. As simple as that, where like you're going to the coffee shop and you're like smiling at people and you're complimenting a stranger, even something just so simplistic as like spreading a good high vibration where you go is like super, super powerful. And I do feel like, I don't know if this happens to you, Mary, but like I feel like when I'm in that good energy and high vibration and I go out and like walk around, people like stop me, people like talk to me, people like say things to me. And it's just so funny because it's like truly your energy speaks for you first. 
Yes. Before anything else, right? And so like when you're going out and like, I'm just like, whatever, by myself, doing my own thing, going to a coffee shop, people are just gonna be drawn to me and they're gonna be like, she seems interesting, let me talk to her. So it's kind of just like putting out the intention and the energy of what you want before even just like doing something as simple as like meeting a friend for coffee or going to the coffee shop. It's just like really being in that like vibrational alignment with everything you do. So like if you're meeting a new friend, making sure that like you're going in with the intention of like, I want a deep friendship or I want this. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like having like some aspect of service in your connections is important, even in a very simplistic way, whether it's like, I'll uplift you, I'll text you to like keep going on your path, I'll support your business. Just like little things are very important in those connections as well. I don't know if that even answers the question. Oh my God, you went above. And beyond, there are literally so many things I want to touch on from that chair, but a hundred percent, I, I agree where it's like, if you're listening to this, you're a deep soul where it's like, okay, we just don't want to meet and talk about so, and I hate when other people talk, you you're meeting up with someone who you haven't seen in a while. And then they talk about other people. (laughs) You know, what's beautiful is I haven't had a friendship like that in a long time. But I used to like Mary, like my foundation of friendships, and maybe this is like just most people, maybe this isn't even like unique to me. But like, I feel like the foundation of most of my friendships growing up was just talking about other people and like, and like drama. And now I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Yes. Yeah. And it's, I've been noticing it with like more so with family in my life. And I'm like, listen, I don't, I don't care what so-and-so is doing. Like, I haven't seen you. Like, this is our quality time. Like, let's tell me what's new. But I think people get uncomfortable in that sense where it's like, I don't know how to talk about myself. And, but where you and I, we want to, we crave that curiosity and that depth in friendship where it's like, tell me what's going on in your life. The good, the deep, the dark, the challenging, like I'm here for you. So I know exactly what you mean when it's like, uh, not that, like surface level is like, no, you can't be my friend. It's just like, it, it puts itself on like almost like a certain, like, okay, like I'm not investing more of my time to into that person. I'm not, maybe we met up for coffee and I was just like, eh. And they asked you to get dinner a week later. And you're like, it, no, I don't, I don't really want to. And like, that's okay. <laughs> you know, I love that you said the word investing. Yeah really important in relationships is like okay because I don't know if you're like this Mary but I'm a very like I can be very black and white or all or nothing with like connection <laughs> sometimes I have to like be like okay I can invest a little bit in my yeah. friend and then pull back like I can have friendships where I'm like I meet up with you once a month I see you sometimes but it's not going to be all the time and I think that's been like a rewiring like of my mindset where like for some reason I used to think that like friendships had to be like all or nothing like very all consuming or not at all and so like I think deciding like how much do I invest into this person is like extremely mature and like really just like how you kind of learn to have like prosperous friendships as you're getting older yes prosperous friendships as you get older it really is so important because as we get older I feel like a lot of people are going through this now where it's like I've been friends with them for so long but we don't really have anything in common anymore when and it's like okay but you you don't have to go to their events or whatever because you know, you've been friends for so long, like say, no, it's okay. Because that's time you can use to invest in yourself. And instead of feeling, you know, maybe guilty, oh, I'm not going. Um, but it's just really being able to discern and analyze is that, is this friendship worth the investment of who I am as a person? And not even going back to your purpose of understanding yourself so much on a deep level, on a vibrational level that you're like, this isn't, this isn't even worth my time investing. Um, and I love that you mentioned, uh, like being out and about and, uh, really just being yourself. One thing that I I've been consciously working on doing more is, uh, actually giving compliments to women when they're with like a partner, when they're either with a guy or, uh, or whoever. And (laughs) because I know it makes, when I happens to me, I feel like a fucking boss ass bitch. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, also like, like my energy to the guy I'm like you should be grateful you're with her <laughs> like that's my intention to him and then my energy to like the woman is like hype you up because you're a boss ass bitch <laughs> wait why is that the best thing I've heard in so long because that's so beneficial to like both parties. now the guy is gonna be like wow I am so lucky to be with her <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I felt called to share that. But um, and that just goes along with your share because, like you said, you just being out and being in that flow and being in your purpose. But I would love, since we're kind of on this topic of friendships, deep connections, purposeful, meaningful connections, and you mentioned emotional maturity. Can we talk about how, okay, maybe you don't want to, you really don't want to go to that friend from high school's uh, baby shower because you're, you yeah. haven't outgrown them. You haven't talked to them in a while. And how do you set that boundary? How do you go about that? Um, and what does that look like? Yeah, I think it's really hard at first. Cause like, I feel like as most people, most of my life, I didn't even know what boundaries were or that we could set them. Like I had no idea that I could just tell people that I didn't want to do things. Right? <laughs> no. Like, wow, this feels so good. Um, I would say really just be really honest. Like I think boundaries have to come from a space of like pure honesty. So like, don't make up excuses. Don't be like, yeah. I can't because I'm busy I can't because of this just genuinely be like hey I don't know if this aligns with me you can say something as simple as that like this doesn't feel aligned with me I don't really feel up for this and maybe I'll see you next week for coffee or something it's like you can also do like an alternative plan which is a really good thing right it's like let's say you're invited to like a baby shower or like a birthday and you're just not up for it you can be like okay have so much fun but like maybe let's meet up next week for coffee or something like that right do like an alternative plan so they don't feel completely like ditched or bad about it like being like hey this is what I'm willing to do and this is what I'm not willing to do or like when you have friends who like want to drink or party and just being like hey, I don't really feel like I want to do that right now, but maybe next week we can get dinner or coffee or like things like that, right? Just making it very like simple and not making them feel bad about it or feel like you're like ditching them all the time. Just kind of being very like open about it, right? Yeah, I love that. Honesty is the key with boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because if you start going into like excuses and being like, I actually have this to do and all that stuff, it just starts getting like murky and messy. So it's like, just start from like an honest space, you know? A hundred percent. I know. Oh my gosh. Way back when I was the excuse giver. Oh, and this, and I'm not sure. I don't know. And, but I love how you mentioned like giving, oh, I can't do that, but how about we do this instead? Uh, I know me personally, that makes me feel safe when someone does that with me and like, oh, I can trust them. I can, I can, uh, I know that they want to hang out with me. I don't feel like, oh, do they like me? So I try to do that also with people who, uh, who I really do care about, but maybe I just don't want to do the thing that they're doing or I, I actually can't. So I love that. I love that you mentioned that. I think it's important too, like with boundaries to know that like, you still have to maintain a relationship with someone, right? So like, you can't just be setting so many boundaries that you're like creating a wall. <laughs> like it can't just be like, this is a boundary and this is a boundary and this is a boundary and I'm never going to see you again and we're never going to connect, right? Yes. So it's like boundaries, but also knowing that like, <laughs> also going to have to be like an openness there too, right? <laughs> have a boundary for setting boundaries. No, I love that you said that because I don't, I personally don't care when people I don't like when spiritual teachers will say when you're boundary setting practice saying no to everyone for a week or say yeah. no to and it's like you well, know, what if, what if someone needs you like what if someone genuinely needs you at that moment and you're like no my teacher said to someone yeah so can we talk about that of like how to because you are such an empath and such a uh, intuitive healer how can we tune in inward in that moment and and say is this is, do I need to set a boundary here? Do, how do I go about communicating to this person? I would say really sit with how it feels. So like really sit in that moment and be like, does this feel like something that I want to do? Does it feel in alignment? Like really just sit with the feeling of it. Right. And also like, I do feel like, you know, here's another thing too, which is kind of a contradiction, but like, there's also a need for like sacrifices in relationships too. So it's like finding that happy medium between like, what am I willing to sacrifice and what is like a firm boundary, right? So like, let's say like for me, like I don't love being in like super crowded, loud spaces. Like a lot of times when people want to go to like huge concerts, 
Coachella I've never been to I've never been to Coachella in my life which is crazy because I'm from LA but like that's just my boundary like friends would always invite me to like shows and Coachella and I'd always just think that's not my scene and so having that sense of just knowing that like there's certain things that are firm no's and it's like I'll never do that and then there's certain things that you have to sacrifice because like okay I love this person and if they really want to do this I'll give it a try right Mm -hmm. so finding that happy medium because it's interesting right it's like even though our boundaries are so important like healthy relationships do also involve some sacrifices where sometimes you're going to have to do things you don't really want to do if it's going to make that person happy so it's like how do we find that happy medium I think it's by having some boundaries that we're very firm about and then other kind of things that we're like open to as long as we feel safe with that person that just came to me if you right if you feel safe with someone you're going to be willing to kind of do things that might be outside of your comfort zone because that person is a safe person Mm. oh that just came to me oh that just warmed my heart because I feel like a lot I feel like everyone like listening like if that just like gave you some sort of feeling like that's for you because yeah I know I know I personally struggle uh even when I'm in like dating or starting to see people where um I have like even just very recently I'm seeing someone and like I they know like my bedtime I start getting ready for bed 8 30 9 o'clock comes I'm in my bed and that's affirmative where they work later so it's uh I've been finding this balance of okay if uh they feel worth my time to invest then obviously I am willing to uh like they were going on vacation I'm like I'm willing to come over to like go I'll go to bed later to see you because I know it's in the long run it's worth it and um I really appreciate you sharing that and even it's like the best when you uh because like you said you're growing even though you're like I am set in my ways this is how I go but it's like asking yourself, is this going to be worth it in the long run? Yeah, I think I love that you said that. I don't know why I have full blind chills right now. <laughs> uh, um, I do really think that that safety is important, right? And so like, let's say you're just dating someone. Dating is huge with boundaries and I'm not going to lie. I'm still working through that with dating because I've just always had really a hard time with boundaries within dating, as I'm sure many people have, where I'm like, I'm willing to do this for that person, like right away. Where I'm like, no, that's not good. Um, and so. I love that you said that about dating because it's really true. It's like if you kind of start a relationship and you already aren't having those boundaries, it's going to get very messy as time goes on. But like you're saying, because you're starting to feel probably safe with this person and comfortable, you're starting to be like, okay, I can open up and kind of let myself be more in flow and not be so like it's this or it's this or it's this or it's that. It's like being more open and receptive once you feel safe so maybe something that's powerful is like having strong boundaries in the beginning and then when you feel safe and you feel comfortable and you trust the person then you can kind of be more lenient and then you can be more open but having them strong at first so that you don't start getting taken advantage of right I love that it's so true and that's how I kind of feel too where uh personal share like this person that I'm seeing like what will always want to ask me like, Oh, do you want to sleep over tonight? Like, do you want to stay? And I say no, because I'm like, I haven't seen enough effort where I feel safe that, yeah, this is worth me sleeping over <laughs> because I love my bed. I love my space, but also I'm creating this boundary where, yeah, everything's been easy. I feel really comfortable and good so far, but the, that's a boundary for me is I know what I want and I want a little bit more effort before I get to that next level. Um, so I just wanted to share that because that's like made me your share of that. Oh my gosh. I, I love that you said that. Cause like, I think too, that like, it's probably going to also like, honestly make him respect you more. Like, because here's what I've noticed is when you have boundaries, people actually respect you more for the most part, not everyone, not everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Some- that by it or feel throw a tantrum or whatever yeah can we talk about that because like I know when I started to set boundaries people would get triggered by oh what do you think you're better than me you don't want to go here (laughs) oh my god even recently like one of my dear friends who I love um you know simple things where like I'll be like I don't really feel like doing this and she's like come on and kind of try to convince me and I feel like that's something I really don't like and I tell people I'm like hey don't you know do that because 
I'm setting a boundary and you're going to try to like convince me that just feels really like, I don't like that. But um, back to the point, I do feel like at first people are also shocked by your boundaries because I'm sure like you, when I've had basically no boundaries most of my life, <laughs> I come forward and I'm like, this is not okay. And people are like, oh my God, she's a fucking evil villain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're acting like I'm Cruella de Vil up in here because I'm setting a boundary. <laughs> Literally, when you go and I, oh my God, when you go from having no boundaries to being like, yo, fuck this. And yeah, people are like, wait, what? Because, and I have found that the people who get offended by you setting a boundary are the ones who are the takers. And then the ones who truly love and care about you, maybe they're like offended for a moment, but then they're like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. I get that. Yeah. And you know, what's beautiful is like when you have those friendships where they fully like understand your boundaries right away and you're like, oh, okay, so you're in a healthy place and I'm in a healthy place and we're going to have a healthy connection. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, we both understand how boundaries work. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, this is rare. Um, but you know, something I'll say too, and not just, not to say like discard all your older friendships, but I do feel like when you've known someone for a really long time and you knew them when you didn't have boundaries, it's kind of hard yeah. to ever fully get to that space where you feel like you're in like a good connection. Like that's just been my personal experience, yeah. like with like from high school or whatever. I always feel like there's just something a little bit off because I just feel like I'm such a different person than I was when I first met them. So like, honestly, I do feel like relationships that you form once you have your boundaries are usually better than the ones that you've like had for a long time because now you're like in this new space right so it's, it's hard with people that you've known for a long time because they're kind of just like who are you now like who is this brand new person and you're like I'm just learning to love myself and set boundaries and like that's okay you know yeah oh that hits that hits deep for me because when I started to practice boundaries like consciously I know it almost I had to, it almost felt like it was either black or white. Like, oh, why are you acting like this? But because there was no boundaries in place, it's almost, I, I tried to put like smaller boundaries, but they were still broken and it's like, okay, bigger boundary. But so how do you, how do you discern if it's, if you're in this place where you're setting these bigger boundaries and with friends and people, how do you discern if it's worth trying to communicate and still remain strong in your boundaries or if it's worth letting that person go man that's a hard one I do feel like honestly I know this sounds a little bit cold but like I feel like for the most part if someone's already being weird about your boundaries hmm. I kind of cut them off to be honest like I feel like the only time it's really worth like sticking it out and seeing it through is if that person really is going to work on themselves and understand that like they can also change within the relationship where you can kind of tell when someone's like not doing the inner work, not working yeah. on themselves. And they're just like always the same person. <laughs> like, you know, those friendships where you're like, wait, how have you been the same person? For, like, <laughs> for the <laughs> them. I'm like, how have you not changed in 10 years? Like, I feel like I change every week. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's not worth it if they just aren't doing their own work on themselves and, you know, just distance yourself. It doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be like, we are never friends again. Um, it can kind of just be like a slow fade away where you're just like, eh, let me just kind of pull back my own energy. Um, I always tell people like truly, like no friendship or relationship is going to work in your life unless both of you are doing the work. Mm. You have to like let's say we're talking about us Mary like you have to be working on yourself and I have to be working on myself and then we can form a relationship or a connection right and then we have those friendships or relationships where that person's like always a mess always doing the same thing over and over again it's like that's not going to work if I'm in a space of really wanting to change and grow and heal right yeah I love that so much because even I know recently I've been working through some guilt where oh, I, do I feel guilty that I don't really want to hang out with so-and-so or invest more time with so-and-so because uh, I'm constantly working on myself and in all areas, in business, spirituality, in, uh, in my life. And if there's someone who really isn't uh, practicing, like whatever kind of practice, they don't have to do yoga, Reiki or meditation. They could do breath work and 
astrology, but I know I've have been releasing some guilt about, uh, oh my gosh, like, do I think I'm better than them? And it's, it's no, I just, I, well, I've been seeing this like track, like I'm running a race and I don't really want to run with the people who are just beginning their, their first lap. Like I ran the mile in high school and that's four laps. I'm, um, I'm getting to lap four. I don't really want to hang out with people who are just getting started on lap one. And I feel like I'm coming into this place where it's okay. Where like, I absolutely will cheer them on, but I'm not going to run side by side. Like does, does that make sense? Totally. That was like such a good metaphor. I was like in my head when you were talking about it, I was like visualizing the race. (laughs) I'm right there with you, Mary. We got this. I'm like, let's get that finish line. Um, no, it's true. And like, honestly, like it's cliche, but really like who you surround yourself with is everything. You know, if you look at people that are successful in life or doing good things, they're usually surrounded by other successful people or surrounded by other people who are working on themselves. And I know for me, like I'll hang out with certain people and this might kind of sound fucked up, but like the next day I'll be like, Ooh, something feels off. Like I feel out of alignment because I was just around someone who's probably very out of alignment in their own life. And now I'm just kind of feeling kind of weird. Right. And so it's really true that you're like taking on the energy of everyone that's around you. And like, you know, when you go to the next level of something, not everyone's going to be able to come with you, you yeah. know? Yes. Like, right? I love that you said that because a lesson that comes up time and time again in my life is especially, I'm sure you resonate with this as healers, as people are deep empaths, we love everybody but we cannot save everyone. We can't. Yeah, that's been such a hard lesson. <laughs> it's the hardest. Like, because we have done this work and this healing and we know how amazing it is to meditate and to uh, work with healers and coaches. But if someone's not willing to try it, it's like, okay, I respect that. I respect that about you. If you don't think it's worth trying, Absolutely. But to me, it is a self-worth thing. And I would love even for you to, to talk about that of when you start to set these boundaries and you are more in your power and you're like, damn, I'm fucking in my, the self-worth. Like, can you talk about the energy of that and what that's like? I feel like when you're in your self-worth and power, a lot of people start getting intimidated. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I feel like when I was like, two, two, two. I just looked at my watch. It's two, two, two. <laughs> the universe was like, go off. <laughs> it was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I feel like when I started stepping my power, a lot of people didn't like it. <laughs> a lot of people did not like it. They missed when I was like a doormat or they missed when I was just like open to anything. And so I don't know. I feel like it's weird. I feel like what happens is there's like a split of people who really don't like it. And then also people who like admire it and like see it in you. And they're like, Oh, I want to be more like you. Yes. And I also do feel like this happened to me where I started attracting a lot more attention. And this is so Libra. I'm like, I started attracting a lot more attention. (laughs) (laughs) It's true though. Like when I started stepping into my power and confidence or people would just come up to me and tell me things like, Oh, you have such a like interesting energy or like people would just be like oh I can tell you're very near like divine feminine and they would say these things to me and reflect them back to me and I'd be like how are you seeing that like how are you seeing this in me so as you're reflecting back that confidence and that self-worth right and I feel like also what happened for me was like I started having better like relationships and like my dating life was better and just everything was like just improving within connections and like people start seeing in you things that you're like the way I would say it is like the energy you're reflecting outwards starts coming back to you where people are seeing that in you and reflecting it back. But then also people from your past are also like not happy about <laughs> this new version of you. They're like, who's this? Like she thinks she's all that. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. And I think that's why a lot of us, and maybe you're, if you're listening, you resonate with this because I know this was me. That's why I was afraid to, to step into my power to be like, I'm a fucking, I'm on lap three. You're on, you're just starting. <laughs> no, I know it's scary because it's like, you just feel like there's a part, I think this is like a societal conditioning, but like, we feel really scared to just be like, I'm amazing. Right. Like yeah. we're so you just be like, I'm fucking awesome. And when you start stepping into that, some people are going to perceive it as conceited or she thinks she's all that or this and that. And it's like, Hey, I've spent so much of my life, like not in my power yeah. and not 
happy and not confident. So now that I am, like, how are you going to be like triggered by it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I've been on both ends of the spectrum. Yes. Yeah. Even not going to lie, like having this conversation, because this is something I'm fully starting to consciously step into. I'm like, oh my God, are people going to listen to this and be like, look at these egotistical girls. But it's like, no, like you said, when you have not been in your power for so long. And I feel like we have learned this false sense of power, this false sense of confidence that you have to be super loud. You have to have a high title nine to five position to be this amazing being. And it's like, no, literally everyone is fucking amazing. And it's like growing into that. And like, that goes right back into like your purpose. (laughs) Yeah. And like, what's crazy too, is like when you are in that space of purpose, other people see it in you and they're inspired by it. Right. So like even things like social media, it's like, I know when I'm looking at your post, Mary, I'm like, oh, I'm inspired by just how authentic you are. And so it's like, when you're in that purpose, you're going to inspire a lot of other people to start going into their purpose, walking their purpose, just by being who you are, just by being authentic, just by showing up and being like, this is who I am. People are going to be very inspired by that always, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it really just comes back all back down to really kind of where we started with um, being around the kinds of people who you feel like they align with you, who you feel like you can be yourself with, who um, are, are resonating with where you're at in your life. Yeah. And also different people resonate with you at different points. So like you might have a friendship that at one point, like really was beautiful and was amazing and really aligned for like three years or whatever, you know, like a certain friendship. And then there's also those times when you're like, I'm not that person anymore. And if I stay, I'm going to be put in that box or like, I'm never going to grow. Yeah. Like honoring things like, oh, that was beautiful for that time period. And now it's not anymore. You know, like allowing that space to be like, that's okay. Yes. Have you ever heard of the crab effect? No. What is that? So the crab effect, oh, this is good for everyone listening. If you put a bunch of crabs in a box, you don't have to put a lid on because all the crabs, if there's like 20 crabs together, if one tries to climb out, they grab the crab and they break the crab's legs, all the other crabs. So it's like, yeah, it's crazy. And that's the crab effect. So it relates with like friendships and people you surround yourself with because if you're around a bunch of crabs, that's low energy. They're going to pull you back down. If you're like, Hey, I want to get out of this box. I want to get outside my comfort zone. <laughs> yes. And that reminds me of like, this is a long story. I won't get into it too much, but when I was younger, I would surround myself with a lot of just like negative influences. I talked about it a little bit in the first episode. Like I was just like always partying and drinking and all that stuff. I just always felt like that crab image reminded me of it. Cause I always felt like I was being clawed and like dragged down. And like, I felt like all these people were like clawing me, <laughs> like dragging me down. And then when I left a lot of those relationships, I was like, I'm thriving. Like my life is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause you can feel it. I'm sure you felt that, that clawing, that energy. We, we just feel it, but it's like, when, when are we going to do something about it? <laughs> That's also when you have to take responsibility too of like your own role in relationships and connections. Because I think for me too, like, I don't know if this resonates with you, but like when I was younger, I do feel like I was like in the victim mindset, right? Where I just be like, why did that happen to me? And why are all my relationships like this? And why are all my friendships like this? And I'm like, hmm, (laughs) I'm also a factor in that. you know so it's like important to also take accountability and be like what am I allowing in my friendships what am I allowing in my relationships what am I allowing in my life what am I allowing right like that's a very powerful thing like what am I allowing to happen I love that that's really powerful what am I allowing yeah wow this was <laughs> I feel like we went so deep into something that's like not I haven't really like like that's talked a lot about like yes here and there but I feel like you really touched on a lot of amazing points with boundaries and friendships and and really how it all is part of your purpose because it's all part of becoming who you are worthy of (laughs) and what's interesting too I love that you said that because like I think too our purpose can also be things like relationships and friendships like they lead you to understand more about yourself because it's always reflecting back something about you, mm. right? 
always showing you what needs to be healed, worked on, all of those things. So it's like through relationships, we actually learn the most about ourselves. Yeah, I love that. And we grow so much. It's It's crazy. Wow. Well, this was such a beautiful conversation. Uh, I would love for you to, before we close that out in a moment, I would love for you to share how people can connect with you and work with you, all the things. Yeah, so I would say mostly Instagram, also TikTok. I don't know why, I just love TikTok. I love you on TikTok. (laughs) So on Instagram, Samantha of the Eighth House and TikTok is the Eighth House Moon. Um, both astrology stuff. I post a lot of stuff about like astrology, numerology, just like different stuff all over. And yeah, I feel like my main thing, and it's funny because I didn't even think about this until now, but I do feel like in my readings or like when I'm working with people, somehow it always comes through what I'm seeing as their purpose. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm working with people, like it's, isn't that so weird? I just realized that um, always at some point will come through. I'm like, oh, this is your purpose or this is kind of what you're meant to walk towards. And they're always like, yeah, I know. We're like, I knew that, but you confirmed it. <laughs> like, you know. Um, so that's just an interesting thing to like connect to. Wow. Wow. So if you are listening and you want some guidance on oh, am I on the right path? What is my purpose? Connect with Sam. That's you do you can you can see that in an astrology session. Yeah, so I do a combination of astrology and numerology right now, and it's basically looking at the life path and purpose in both charts. Oh, yeah, just little thing is like I've been studying astrology and numerology since I was 13, and like it's so weird because I never thought to offer it as like a reading. I don't know why, I just never did. And then, like, recently, actually, what happened sorry, this is going a little bit off topic, but I had a girl just ask me, like, oh, I want you to read my chart. I'll pay you like I just want you to read my chart and I was like I don't do <laughs> like I don't do astrology readings but here we go and I did it and it was like she cried because it was so accurate and I was like okay yeah I need I need to start doing this so I've been doing astrology and numerology readings and just like having like so much fun and just feeling so good about it and like even when I'm like on dates with people I'll like do their astrology charts <laughs> you're like let's see if we're compatible <laughs> date of birth birth place of birth <laughs> so we were married like literally I will meet someone and just be like what's your date of birth and they're like oh <laughs> um I've done that before so it's not weird <laughs> I'm like where where was your birthplace can you text your mom and find out the exact time <laughs> I'll call your mom right now give me her number <laughs> you're like what's your mom's zodiac sign oh she's gonna like me she's a leo she'll love me <laughs> Oh my God. I love you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I know y'all are like, this is me also low key, not so low key. Uh, but Samantha, I know I asked you this on uh, the last episode but I'll ask you again because this is the true vibe podcast and we're all about energy connecting to who we are on a vibrational level so the energy we want to give to ourselves and the energy we want to make people feel after having a conversation after smiling at a stranger so for you what is your true vibe oh I didn't prepare for this one (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) I do feel like my true vibe lately maybe it's changed since the last yeah. one just being very like free like for some reason the word freedom has been very important to me lately where I'm like I just want to wake up and I want to feel free I want to feel free in my relationships I want to feel free in my connections I want to feel free in my work I want to be able to change what I want to do in my business like I just want there to always be like this sense of like freedom and this is so air sign <laughs> yes <so air-signed. laughs> trying to be like the wind and always change and have freedom um but just like really feeling free in my life and feeling like nothing has to like chain me down or feel like I have to be tied down like just feeling like I'm free and I'm open and I'm living my life in this sort of free spirited energy and just always feeling also youthful like even as we're getting older like just that youthfulness is really important to me too like just feeling youthful feeling in touch with my inner child, you know, if one day I want to go paint at the park, even though I'm horrible at painting, like I'm going to go, you know, 
I just like being in touch with that like youthfulness and freedom and inner child has been like my theme lately and yeah also authenticity I think I talked about this last time but just always being authentic and not hiding who I am Mm, that's beautiful I love that freedom came through so big especially because we talked about boundaries so much on this episode but because I think when we think we set these boundaries we're gonna lose we're confined we're like confining our parts of ourselves but really it's bringing in more of that freedom so I love that you mentioned that I love that you said that no that's true because I think that actually like the way to feel free in connections relationships is to also know where the boundaries lie because then you feel comfortable in the relationship right it like brings about a sense of comfort and freedom and just happiness and synergy and good vibes man good vibes (laughs) yes and you mentioned inner child and that's so healing for the inner child because oftentimes as kids we didn't understand that and our boundaries were crossed or we didn't have any so I love that. That's all. We may have to do part three. (laughs) Let us know if you want part three. Oh my God. (laughs) Inner child. (laughs) Inner child. Uh, Write a whole essay on the inner child stuff. Like I have so much to say about that. (laughs) I know that might have to be a part three. If you guys want part three inner child, both know. Um, Samantha, I'll make sure your Instagram and all your information is linked in the show notes. And thank you so much. This was so fucking good. <laughs> it was so good. I feel like whenever we just have a conversation, it's just so in flow. Like I'm like, I don't even remember anything I said in this conversation either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Well, thank you again. And everyone, thank you for being a part of this conversation. And we would love to hear your takeaways and maybe a boundary that you're going to set in your life and how that's going to help you live more of a purposeful life. So let us both know. And if you want to tag us on Instagram and put it in your story or just DM us, we're happy to connect. And thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, truevibewellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light and all the highest vibrational energy.